right, everybody, and welcome back to the Wisconsin Show Choir Download. I am your host, William Soki, and this is episode 55 of the download, and it is a competition weekly episode where I review and preview all things Wisconsin competitive show choir. This episode, as always, is brought to you by Barstool Show Choir, so please go and check them out. And this is another reminder that I am accepting show choir memes on kind of a rolling basis now. I think I try to do Monday and Thursday meme drops. So please send me your best and spiciest memes about this show choir season. With that being said, let's roll right into the actual competition part of this episode. We are less than a minute in. I love short house cleaning segments. We are going to start off with the groups that went out of state to compete this past weekend. First off, we had Lacrosse Central Grand Central Station at the Cedar Rapids Washington Mo Show. They came home in the third runner-up position. Again, this is something that I've said a lot this year, I think, but it's not really something that I can really extrapolate too much because it is against a bunch of Iowa choirs. I said that they would land somewhere in between three and six, and they wound up at the four, so I gave myself a pretty good range. They hit it, and as we will see in a hot second, that is going to be better than some of my other predictions for this last weekend's competitions. Side note, if anybody from Iowa or somebody who knows a lot about Iowa Show Choir listens to this podcast and would like to actually let me know what these finishes for Wisconsin groups mean in Iowa, I am by all means receptive for it. So if you have Iowa expertise and would like to lend a little bit of that to me, please hit me up, Instagram, email, any of that good stuff. We also had a competition that was physically located in Minnesota, but pretty much felt like a Wisconsin competition, and that was the North St. Paul Rock the North event. So the results from that in the middle school division in third place, Altoona in training, in second place, St. Francis Vocalocity, and in first place, Onalaska Top O the middle. The single gender division was all Minnesota groups, so I'll skip that. In the prep division, Ashland Lake Effect was the only choir left because one of the other choirs, the other choir in the division switched to the women's division. And then the final results of this competition in fifth runner-up, Holman Midwest Express, fourth runner-up, Toma Limited Edition, third runner-up, Sparta Upstage Adrenaline, second runner-up, Totino Grace Company of Singers, first runner-up, St. Francis Bridge Street Singers, and the grand champion, Hastings Riverside Company. I thought this was kind of a cut-and-dry competition in a couple of aspects coming in. And I think that it kind of played out as a lot of people uh, expected it to. I said expect Hastings, St. Francis, and Totino Grace would take the top three spots in that order. And I was proven correct on that. Then I said just throw Spartatoma and Holman in somewhere in the bottom three. And those were the bottom three. I think that obviously this does a lot for Sparta. Clearly, it's a mini repeat of... Sock Prairie results, but clearly I think that they have emerged as one of the top choirs in the top couple of handfuls of choirs in Wisconsin this year. So 
I think that wherever they go for the rest of the season, and we'll be talking about him here in the preview section, I think they are a very solid addition to the lineup. Moving on to the in-state competitions for the week, we are going to start out at the Logan Showcase, the middle school division wound up being non-competitive, so I did go over a list of middle school groups wound up being a non-competitive division in the morning. So the prep division results in third place, Waseca Showtime, in second place, Parkview Pizzazz, and in first place, Onalaska Express. And then your final results in sixth place, Waseca State Street Singers, in fifth place, Chippewa Falls Chai High Harmonics, in fourth place with best soloist of Elizabeth Matz on Alaska Express, in third place with best crew, Plymouth Momentum, in second place with best choreography, Wallert Impulse, and in first place with best vocals and best band, we have the Onalaska Hilltoppers. Folks, it is a weekend that has show choir competitions, which means that it is a weekend that I am embarrassed by the results of competitions because they make my predictions just kind of look like fool's gold. I said that Onalaska has a pretty good chance, and I said that I would put money on it, that their choirs would take the top two spots. Their choirs wound up finishing one and five. I said that Wallert and Plymouth would be pretty much around each other, and they did finish in consecutive places, but I pegged them to be in the four and five spots, not in the two and three spots, and so there was just a lot happening here that I definitely didn't see coming, and so I'll break it down a little bit here. The first thing I want to say is that I was very surprised that Wallert was able to grab the choreography caption away from Onalaska. While I have not seen their show live this year, and I'm oh still kind of kicking myself over scheduling myself too tight at Colby and missing their show, I didn't really see Wallet as a threat. They had no finals appearances, much less captions, uh, for their two competitions so far this year. So I don't know if their show just turned a corner quickly or what happened, but that is definitely something that put me on notice and I don't think Wallert's going to be back in state the rest of the year. So kind of just a one and done thing for them. You know, I'm so old. I remember when Wallert would come to Wisconsin like two times a year. They, they would sometimes do, I think like Monona and Holman in the same year. So I, that's just, you know, me being a boomer show choir wise. But anyways, you want to talk about another show that has rounded a corner a little bit. I would say Plymouth Momentum is right there in third place. And a special shout out to this program for this being the highest placement that they have ever gotten. I believe their previous high was sixth, which they had done a couple of times. I think Parkview maybe in 19. And then I feel like they made finals somewhere in 2020. We're going to do another one of these. I go look things up on showchoir.com segments. But this is a show that I thought really impressed me when I saw it both at Colby and at De Pere. And when I saw it at De Pere, I could tell that there was a pretty big improvement from when I saw it at Colby. So I think that this is another show that even before Logan had already rounded a corner. So... It is a nice finals appearance to wrap up their season. 
And then they also nabbed the best crew award, which I believe happened once ago. I don't know. So they were sixth place at Parkview in 2019. And then they were also technically sixth place in the fully combined Parkview division in 2022 because Parkview just kind of didn't do finals and lumped everybody into one division last year. That seems like a very long time ago, but so Plymouth goes from a record of sixth to a third place finish here at Logan. So a fantastic call out to them moving down the line. We had on Alaska express in fourth place. I mean, what can I say? Don't get me wrong. I think that they should be rewarded for their efforts in the prep division because they are a prep group. But at this point, it almost feels like, okay, you could enter them in the varsity division at a good number of the contests they go to, and they would clearly have no problem making it to finals. Chippewa Falls picks up another finals appearance, and then kind of Waseka in the same boat as well. I think Waseka is one of the smaller Minnesota programs, and this is really me being a show choir boomer, but... They're from more of the southern part of the state, so way away from some of the choirs in the Twin Cities metro. So a while ago, you had like Albert Lee, who had a choir down there. You had like Lanesboro, who had a choir down there. And I think you even had Marshall, maybe, was kind of around there. And so Adrian, too, I think maybe Jackson County. So There were definitely some show choir programs back in the day, like a decade ago down there. Now they're in like a little bit of a show choir desert. So I think that it is very good for them to come home with this finals placement. I know I've seen him on the Waconia list a couple of times, and I'm pretty sure they're on the Waconia list for this weekend as well when I get to that in the preview section. So Chippewa Falls as well. Finals appearances are kind of hard to come by when you have some of these kind of stacked mixed divisions that we've been seeing this year. So Harmonix picking up a solid finals appearance as well. Moving on to the Fort Atkinson showcase results in the middle school division in second place DeForest and in first place Sauk Prairie. In the prep division, in fourth place, Broadhead Judah. In third place, DeForest. In second place, Mundelein. And in first place, Nina. In the women's division, in third place, Milton. In second place, Preble. And in first place, Sauk Prairie. And then the final results, in sixth place, Mayville Cardinal Singers. In fifth place, Monona Grove Silver Connection. In fourth place, Craig Spotlighters. In third place, with the best female soloist, Nina Vintage. In second place, Sauk Prairie Executive Session. And in first place, with best vocals, best choreography, best band, and the best male soloist, is Mundelein Sound. There is a lot to go over here in pretty much every division besides the middle school division. So we're going to start from the bottom and work our way up here in the prep division. I honestly thought that Mundelein Reverb kind of had this one in the bag. But I did say that I thought that Nina would be able to give Reverb the best shot for a big challenge. And so congrats to Act 2 for coming out with a win in the prep division there. In the women's division, YTBN takes the lead in the season series over Rendezvous from Preble. So I believe that is it for those two choirs. 
I think it's kind of rare that you have a battle like this in uh, the women's division. So although it is the end of the storyline, I this has kind of unexpectedly blossomed into kind of a very intriguing undercurrent for me. And I think that a lot of times prep groups and women's groups don't get a ton of recognition. And so I was very glad to see that this actually gave me something kind of substantial to talk about for the women's division throughout the course of the season this year. And then in the mixed division, just starting out with the groups that didn't make finals from Wisconsin, we have Green Bay Southwest, Reedsburg, Preble, and Milton. And the two names that really jump out to me here are Reedsburg and Preble. I think these are two groups that I thought were going to be in finals or very close to finals. I think in my revised Fort Atkinson segment, I had Mayville bumping Reedsburg out of finals, but I definitely thought that Preble would have been in finals. I think that we'll see kind of where Preble goes from here. I think they're next in action at Green Bay Southwest, although I could be wrong on that. So Reedsburg, although I'm pretty sure unless something else pops up, Their season will close this Saturday at Monona Grove, so I will get to that in just a little bit. I also think that this is it for Green Bay Southwest because I don't believe that they're going back to Hastings this year. So Southwest, I would say if this is a wrap on the season, I would say that even just from the performance I saw you guys have at De Pere, I would say that it is definitely an improvement over last year. So that is my thoughts on some of the groups that didn't make finals. And then just talking about the final results, I think that Mayville not having seen scores or even the live stream, I didn't watch the live stream. I had kind of a lot to do over the weekend. So I would say that Mayville kind of sticks out to me as the six here and that there is kind of a gap between them and kind of the next group up. But still, this is a very solid rebound finals appearance for them. I think that this is a show that's kind of been up and down this year and clearly they tack on another nice finals appearance here. Making finals at Fort Atkinson, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but making finals at Fort Atkinson year in and year out is something to be proud of. I don't care what year it is, Fort Atkinson always draws really good, really quality, really solid lineups, and so whenever you can say that your choir made finals at Fort Atkinson that year, that is a very good addition to your resume. So shout out to Mayville for clearly beating what I thought are at least two very quality competitors in the varsity division. And then kind of in the next group up, we have in fifth place, Monona Grove in fourth place, Janesville Craig and in third place, Nina, there's a lot to unpack here. I thought that coming into this, I thought that perhaps they're number one. I didn't think that Nina would make finals. And then number two, if you told me the six finalists, I probably would have inverted the order of three to five, and I would have had Monona three, Craig four, and Nina five. I have not seen Nina's show since Colby, but I will say that clearly something has turned a corner in that program. Clearly act two picking up a win over a very solid Mundelein prep group. I mean, you guys remember when Mundelein had two single gender groups that would routinely kick the pants off of Wisconsin single gender groups, right? And so their prep group is no slouch. So Act 2 doing something right by taking home the prep division. And then Vintage all of a sudden just jumping straight from not making finals at Onalaska to 
on the podium at Fort Atkinson. A month is a lot of time, and it, I'm very glad that they, I guess, have made the necessary changes to become a successful show choir this year. And I guess that this is kind of a new lease on the season for them because we'll talk about this a little bit in the preview section here, but it was looking a little bit gloomy for them if they would have missed finals here at Fort Atkinson, at least in the immediate future. But I think that this does open up a lot more possibilities for them heading into this weekend. And then Janesville Craig as well. I think that with every week, this is kind of like a Sparta situation that this is a group that continues to prove to everybody that this is not last year's Janesville Craig. This is a Janesville Craig that is not quite on the levels of the old Adam Miller groups, but are still a very solid finals caliber player in the Wisconsin show choir scene. So that I think is definitely something that Craig should be proud of. Monona Grove, I think is a very interesting case. I think that this kind of happened a little bit last year too, where they came right out of the gates and won a grand championship at Parkview. And then perhaps the placings kind of got a little bit lower from there. I think that this might be something of the same deal. Uh, I don't know if it's a trend or not. Monona Grove hosting this weekend, but they will get a chance to prove themselves in two weekends at Western Dubuque, which honestly, by the looks of it, I may just have to give the old in-state competition treatment to because there are a handful of Wisconsin groups going there. So look for that in that's next week's episode. Y'all, I've no clue what day it is most of the time, no clue what number date it is. So next week's episode, look for a full Western Dubuque preview question mark, possibly. One and two were Mundelein and Sauk Prairie. Mundelein haven't seen their show this year, coming home with a sweep of the three major captions. This just seems to be Mundelein's year. They have two grand championships already, and they look to be having a really solid season. And you could say the same about Sauk Prairie. They've already got two grand championships this year, and they look well on their way to having a really solid season as well. And I guess it's just the better of two choirs that kind of have the hot hand came out on top at this competition. So obviously, congrats to Sauk Prairie for being the top Wisconsin placing choir. I will always shout that out if it is kind of a other states heavy finals this is something that i'm really planning on doing an episode on this summer is like why do groups from everywhere else besides wisconsin seem to come in and like to take grand championships at wisconsin competitions so look for a summer episode of content about that one and then yeah that was pretty much my thoughts about fort atkinson i don't really know what else i was going to say there but anyways Fort Atkinson, I think, to me, remains the number one place that I've never been within the state that I would like to go. So, yeah, hopefully I can get down there one of these years. Moving on to the preview section of this episode, and with this, I would like everybody in the audience right now who's listening to just take a big old wave. And you may ask yourself, what am I waving goodbye to? And I'm telling you that you are waving goodbye at least right now, to having multiple competitions in Wisconsin on the same weekend. It's been a pretty constant thing from the first weekend all the way through to right now, the first weekend of January, I should say, because 
You had Colby and Viterbo the first weekend. You had Onalaska and Burlington the second weekend. You had Milton, New London, and West Salem the third weekend of January. You had Altoona, Lacrosse Central, and Sauk Prairie the fourth weekend in January. You had Eau Claire and De Pere the, the first weekend in February. You had Logan and Fort Atkinson the second weekend in February. And now you're going to get one competition in the state this weekend, and for the next two weekends, you're going to get no competitions in the state. So be thankful that you were at least able to experience it because it is gone before you know it and will only reappear for one brief moment on March 12th, which will be an absolutely monster episode with three competitions in state. With that being said, we do have a number of choirs going different places this weekend. We're going to start out with a choir that will be the only Wisconsin representative at its competition, and that will be Sparta's Upstage Adrenaline. They will be at Naperville North's Clash of the Sequins in suburban Chicago. Wisconsin groups have a fairly extensive history at this competition. It was canceled last year, so this is the first post-pandemic Clash of the Sequins that is occurring, but I know Preble has gone there in the past. Eau Claire North has gone there in the past, and it is generally kind of a long tradition for Wisconsin to at least have some representation there. So Sparta, I think that they are definitely coming in on a little bit of a hot streak. They are four for four on finals this year, and they will look to convert that into a five for five. I would say that there are four absolute titans of Illinois show choir who are there that they probably really don't have a very good shot at placing above, and those groups are Wabonzi Valley and Mount Zion, as well as Wheaton North and Wheaton Warrenville South. And basically how this has gone is that Wheaton North has beat Wheaton South, and I think like Mount Zion has maybe matched up with Wheaton North so far this year. And then Wabonzi Valley, even though they're not at their like 2015 to 2017 levels of dominance, they're still a very formidable group. So I see those four kind of taking the top spots. However, John Hersey on stage, I think, is a very good group. I think that Sparta is also approaching that level. So I think that they might be there as well. Otherwise, I think that Sparta is pretty solidly the sixth group in the mixed division, even if they are not the five. The issue is that you've got a number of single gender groups who are gunning for a final spot at this competition. Wheaton South's girls group has made finals twice already this year. Mount Zion's guys group just made finals in Missouri this past weekend. So those are two single gender groups that may be running and gunning for a finals berth as well. So I would say that there's a pretty solid chance that Sparta makes finals. I would also say that there's a pretty solid chance that they do not. So to me, it's just one of those toss-up things where I wish them the best and good luck, and I'm just going to sit back and wait for prelim awards. So there is that. And then moving right along, we have another competition out of state that it is a tradition for Wisconsin to send a couple groups to, and that is Waconia Star Power. Sauk Prairie has been to this one before. De Pere has been to this one before. I believe maybe Eau Claire Memorial has been to this one before. Maybe I'm confusing it with Bloomington Kennedy. But anyways, Wisconsin 
well represented here over the years as well. This year, Wisconsin's two representatives will be Nina and West Salem. So Nina just bringing their varsity group vintage, and then West Salem bringing both Sensations and Vivace. The thing about Waconia is that it is a competition that is held in Minnesota, which means that inevitably there will be a load of really good choirs there. And just skimming over the list, I counted no less than seven very solid finals contending groups, not counting either Nina or West Salem. So I think that Nina probably has the better shot of the two to make finals. I think that their podium at Fort Atkinson has put some people on notice. I would still say that with seven groups besides them that I see in finals contention, you would have to beat at least two of those groups. And of the seven groups, I think the most realistic ones that Nina has a shot at beating are Benton Community from Iowa, Bloomington Jefferson from Minnesota, and Millard North from Nebraska. So how's that for your show choir bingo card? I say, here are the groups, and I'm like, here's one from Minnesota, here's one from Nebraska, here's one from Iowa, and I'm comparing a Wisconsin group against all of them. So for all I know, this is going to be another repeat of Logan, and my predictions are just going to be way off. Last up for the out-of-state competitions this weekend that Wisconsin groups are going to, we have the El Paso Gridley Show Choir Showdown. This is a competition that is located right along I-39 in north central Illinois. I did spend a night in El Paso probably about a decade ago at this point. I think it's a very nice place from the looks of it, so I wish everybody from Wisconsin going down there the best. There are three choirs from Wisconsin attending this event. We have Craig Spotlighters, Mayville Cardinal Singers, and Burlington Bejazzled. They are all competing in the varsity division and there are six finalists at this competition i think peoria which is a group that plays second to on alaska at lacrosse central this week they have a pretty good shot at making finals i would say decatur elite energy is also a group that has a really strong pedigree and would probably take a high placing in finals as well and then after that i think this competition is very wide open i think that craig and mayville after seeing each other at Fort Atkinson this past weekend, I think they very well may finish the three and four. And I think that if Craig has upside, I might see them taking the two at this competition. Otherwise, I would see Manteno Magic from Illinois taking a fifth finalist spot. And I really don't see any standouts for the sixth finalist spot. I would say maybe Crete Monet or Watseka from Illinois as well. So that is the El Paso Gridley Show Choir Showdown. Moving from the out-of-state choirs, and there clearly are a lot of them as evidenced by the three competitions and numerous choirs at El Paso, we are moving to the one competition in the state this weekend, and that is the Monona Grove Silver Stage Invitational. We have a middle school division that consists of the DeForest Crescendos and Sauk Prairie Soaring Sound. We have a prep division that consists of Westosha Central, Central Swing Incorporated, Broadhead Judah Guys and Dolls, Ashwabanon Encore, and DeForest DeFortes. In the women's division, we have Fort Atkinson's Lexington Singers, Sauk Prairie YTBN, and Milton Octave Above. And in the mixed division, we have Fort Atkinson's South High Street Singers, 
Milton Correlation, Reedsburg Correliers, Hamilton Synergy, De Pere Jam Session, North St. Paul Northern Lights, and Sauk Prairie Executive Session. Monona Grove, to me, just always, year in and year out, has the most interesting prep divisions. And one of the things I love about this prep division is that all four of these groups are prep independents. None of the, these prep groups are technical prep groups, which are the undercard group for a larger school. They're all groups that are from schools that are still not quite to the point of having a varsity group. So someone is going to win this division, and I would say that DeForest has probably the best shot of winning it. I believe they are the two or three-time defending prep division champions at Monona Grove. Definitely 2022, I believe 2020, maybe even 2019. So that is something that I think DeForest has a chance to extend what I believe to be kind of a -a one-of-a-kind streak in the state. If I had to take a stab at who I thought has the best shot at challenging them. I think Ashwabanon has a show design that is really interesting. And then Wistosha kind of comes in as a wild card because they were a varsity group before the pandemic. They were, I think, a women's group last year, and now they're in the prep division. So they've kind of bounced around a little bit. We will see where they fall. They also, I learned, have new choreographers. So Wilson Wang and Drew Stolly, who are... I believe from Indiana, are choreographing Wistosha now. So I would say those two would have the best shot at unseating DeForest, but I think DeForest kind of comes in as the odds-on favorite to win this division. I think the women's division will be a chance to renew the decades-old rivalry, kind of the border battle between Fort Atkinson and Milton in their girls' groups. I think the mixed groups have a fair bit of separation this year, but I think that this women's competition for second place should be pretty exciting. Barring any huge unforeseen circumstances, I think Sock Prairie YTBN has this one. I was, however, informed by a listener that the reason Sock Prairie YTBN was second at De Pere is because they got a 25 point, or they got a 35, no wait, 25, 30, they got a 30 point penalty at De Pere, and I should have mentioned this while covering Fort Atkinson, but Come for the review, stay for the preview, that also turns into a review. YTBN only lost to Pierre because they had a 30-point penalty, and so they would have beaten Rendezvous to Pierre without that. So even if that's why it became a storyline, I'm still glad that it did. So barring anything really unforeseen like that, I would say that YTBN has this. In the mixed division, we only have seven choirs here, which is, I think, kind of a low average size mixed division. For this year, obviously, you have your gigantic 10 to 12ers, but I think 6 to 8 is where some of them wind up shaking this year. I think of the choirs that are entered, all of them have finals berths so far this year besides Milton. So if you're just looking on paper, Milton would be the odd choir out for this finals. Otherwise, Reedsburg is coming off of a competition where they didn't make finals, so I'd say that would be another one where potentially there might be more of an upstart bid in that category. I would say that Sauk Prairie is kind of the definitive favorite here. They've beaten pretty much everybody on this list at some point in time this year, besides maybe Fort Atkinson. So, because I think, yeah. So, I would have Sauk Prairie pretty clearly at the one 
And then I think that Depeer would be my choice for the two. I could potentially see North St. Paul taking it if they've improved, but I think if neither show has really changed substantially, I think that I would have Depeer at the two and then probably North St. Paul at the three. Hamilton to me is a little bit of a wild card because they looked so different in prelims and finals at Depeer. So I would say if they can piece it together really well, I would say that they could give Ford Atkinson a run for their money for the four. I would say that Ford Atkinson also, if they put together a pretty good show in finals, they could make a run at North St. Paul for the three. So I would say three, four, and five are kind of in flux. I would say Fort Atkinson, Hamilton, and North St. Paul, perhaps kind of somewhere in that three to five range. Then I would have probably Reedsburg at the six wouldn't be super shocked to see Milton there either. Also, don't know if prep groups are eligible for finals at Monona. If they are, would not be surprised to see YTBN go as the six in finals. So I don't know if they are or not. Just one of those things where it came up now, and I frankly don't have the time or the cares to double-check it before recording. So, those are my finals predictions for Monona Grove. As always, if you have any memes, please send them to me. There is an Instagram page where I post them, and that is at WISHOWCHOIR. Email, if that's your thing, wishowchoir at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, thoughts about the show, feel free to let me have it. We are kind of waning towards the back end of the season, so like some of these choirs that are kind of quote-unquote turning a corner in their season, if there's something you think that I could be doing better to help this podcast turn a corner, then please let me know. I will be at finals for Waconia this week. I've kind of had a trip to the Twin Cities circled for this weekend for a while. And then I kind of started doing the podcast again this year. And I was like, well, there's a show choir competition in the area. I should probably go. So it'll be four years since the last time I was at Waconia. So I'm very excited to go back there. And we'll see if I can piece together a couple of interviews, perhaps if West Salem or Nina makes finals, can run an interview there. Otherwise, who knows, maybe I will have interviews of a different kind. The peer wound up being very good for interviews, and I didn't think I would get any there. So keeping my options open for interviews. And then, as always, if you want to rate the podcast on whatever player, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to, that would be great. And then also, if you subscribe to the podcast, then you get automatic downloads and you don't have to check. It's just there for you the next time you want to listen to it. As always, good luck to everybody who is competing. Safe travels to those who are traveling. And this is William Soki saying goodbye until the next Wisconsin Show Choir Download. 